RV, how you doing, bro? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, man. Good. Um, it's we're in a crazy time. So, how have you been like coping with the lockdown and everything? Um, lockdowns, lockdowns been fine this time around. It's been all right. I've still been busy. I've been working. I'm doing lots of stuff about like promotion for my tape, finishing up the tape, and putting in the rollout and stuff. So, yeah, I've been I've been busy. For sure, man. And that's that. You just told me that's your home studio. I thought you was in some like mad professional studio. Uh, uh, is that is that a new setup? I built this last lockdown. Last lockdown, I had a lot of time on my hands and I wasn't able to shoot videos and, and go to the studio like I wanted to. So I thought, yeah, it made sense to just get a little home set up. And I recorded some of my tape in here so as well. So. Amazing. Have you found it? Have you found it? You comfortable in there? I'm comfortable in here, but to be fair, I don't use it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. I feel like because I know it's there, I'm like, yeah, I'll just go in at any time. But then it's like, then you're just too busy on Netflix. And yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> if I had a nine to five, then I would be at work from nine to five. So I feel like I should be in the studio from nine to five at least, or something like mm. at least a certain amount of hours a day. But I get, I guess also it's probably a different vibe though, because I'm, I'm sure like you, you go to certain studios and work with certain producers. And you're sort of used to that environment, but this is obviously a different place now. Yeah, and I feel like the only thing is I feel like there's pressure on myself when I come in here to work. Mm. Whereas I might have like a 12 hour session, um, a different studio, and I might work for like half of that time. The other time I'm just vibes and chilling, just listening to music. But I feel like when I come in here, I'm like trying to work. Right, so like sometimes right. it, it like affects their creativity because it's not natural, but. Yeah, I do. I do get work done. I get, I get work done. Is that something that you like ever struggle with, just re with regards to like having creative blocks or whatever? Because you obviously you put so much work out and you've got a massive catalogue already. Yeah, yeah. No, so, sometimes I go studio and like I book a whole six-hour session or twelve-hour session and I won't do nothing. That's mad. Like it just it just doesn't happen. Or like I'll I'll write something, record it, and I'm not like how it sounds. But. Yeah, just being in the right place is is a start. For sure, for sure, man. So sure. yeah, this, this like the things that I've started, I felt like oh, I didn't really capitalize on the session I just had, but I would start a song and then I might finish it later, so it ends up being it ends up working out to be alright. Mm -hmm. Well, man, it's good to see you got your, your studio set up now and and. You know, it's been like a proper roller coaster couple of years for you over the past few years. Um, you know, you've had a, a, like a huge amount of different ups and downs. Um, obviously, fatherhood is is new to you now. Uh, you had a lot of issues with probation, which you know it, it'd be good to sort of understand a little bit about how these past few, how you found these past few years, man. Like, can you just talk us through it briefly? Um, the past few years, I just feel like. I've never had a clean run. Mm. So like, I feel like anytime something keeps like building up, it either, it's like I'm taking two steps forward and one step back. So like 2017, had a good year. Me and Hedy were doing a lot of stuff together. Like the drill thing was taken off. No, no better dropped. And then I went Joe. So then it's like, I missed the whole year. Came back out, started again, dropped Savage EP, Jonathan Trappers 2, 
everything was building up again and then like COVID come. Mm. So then it's like every time I'm getting the ball rolling, something's coming, but I'm still here, I'm still going, so I'm still grateful. But I'm just hoping for that clean run. No, definitely, man. Touch wood. And obviously it's something we'd love to see as well. But at the same time, I feel like there's some there's some sort of different energy about RV now. Obviously, you you've you've come back out and you've got, you know, a bunch of new records out, um, a load of collaborations. It feels like something's changed within you. Yeah. But would you say that? And if so, what is that? Um, I feel like it's my focus mainly and drive. I feel like there was a stage where I was doing music, but it was like on the side. It wasn't my main my main thing that was going on. And I feel like I was in a different headspace. But I feel like now, apart from obviously like personal life and fatherhood and stuff, like music is my my main thing. Mm. I feel like it's more like a it's, a, it's a career now than a hobby. For sure. It's man, more, for more sure. of a job, so like I take it more seriously and stuff, so. And you, yeah. you just mentioned, um, obviously, fatherhood, man, so you, you, congrats on your son, I know, like it must have been a massive change for you. How do yeah. you how do you feel like it's impacted you? Um, the way I think changed a lot. Um, and the way I plan has changed a lot. As like, I always plan for the future as well, like for myself. Mm. And now I plan for myself and my son as well. So, yeah, that's the main thing. Like, I just want to keep working and build a legacy to like pass down. That's the main thing for me. How how are you coping like on a day to day basis with daddy like daddy responsibilities, bro? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Like I I get help from my family and stuff because obviously I have to keep working or whatever. But yeah, man, I don't really have much complaints. We, we get the job done. Of course. Like I'm, I'm doing, I've got a good balance. Yeah. Perfect, man. Um, so like like you said, bro, like you've been so you've been in the game for like Nick like 10 years, you know what I mean? Like you've been about, your name has been about. Um you've you sort of, you know, you dropped a, a whole bunch of music, you got a massive catalogue behind you. What what have been the sort of differences with how you've like looked at or perceived the industry when you first you got into it? compared to now because obviously as an artist you've developed hugely but I'm yeah. sure hand in hand in and hand in hand with that is also you know your sort of business mind and your sense and when you go into deals and whatnot so what have been the differences like between then and now um I feel like business wise it's like thinking long term because right. easy to get caught up chasing chasing the bag and making like short short term decisions based on what's put in front of you, whereas, like like I said before, I think a lot about the future and long term. It's like because certain times I feel like, oh, I don't know how long my career is gonna last for. So should I do this now? Should I take this now, or should I like try take the long way home, which will take longer but will work out better in the long run. Mm-hmm. So, like. Yeah, that on the business side of it, 
the other side of the industry was changed for me is like coming like from my background like from where I grew up and how I grew up and stuff I wasn't used to like industry relationships mm. or like the industry was very weird to me and it's like I used to take things personal and stuff but now I'm realizing that it's just business and yeah so the way I approach situations and deal with certain things has changed along the way but I feel like everybody's still learning even people that's been in the industry for years they're still learning and things change every day as well for real man and it's, it's like I feel like it's a really it's a not only is it a weird time of everything that's going on in the world but even technology in the way like look at the TikTok bro like look how look yeah. how important that's become now. I don't know if you're on it or not but look how I, I don't to it the other day but you know what's crazy when it first came out I said to myself yo this is not for me I'm never gonna be on TikTok but you see the way it is now like you, if you're not on TikTok you're just doing damage to yourself 100% man that's what it is I'm like yo me big RV you know, <laughs> stuff, I ain't gonna be doing no dancing TikTok and stuff like that but it's like yo sometimes you, like I said you just need to put your your thing to the side and just business is business 100%. do what you gotta do have you ever have you ever walked away from from a deal that you um you know you don't have to go into details but have you ever have you ever been tempted and and then also decided not to do it? I de- yeah, definitely. I, I was offered a deal for my Savage GP. Okay. And I turned it down because I wanted more money, and it wasn't even for the money. I thought if they believed in me and my craft and everything the extra money wouldn't be a problem it wasn't even for the money for myself but i'm saying like yo if something is worth something and you believe that it's worth that much you will pay that so the fact that they didn't feel like they wanted to pay the extra i thought to myself it's cool i'd rather do it myself and what they offered me for the ep I made of Crep Shop alone. Crep Shop's gone crazy. That's on like 11 million streams on Spotify. So like all together, I, I probably made what they offered me off that one track alone. So but yeah, that was that's crazy. Because that, that brings into question like the value and obviously ownership, which I know you're big on as well. Yeah. Um, and the fact that at the end of the day, it is a business transaction when you, when you go into these buildings, man. Like, but at the same time, they can propel you to heights that you can't necessarily get to on your own. Yeah, no, I'm thousand percent. Like I, I, I battle with that question all the time. I'm like, yo, should I do this because they can help me with this, or should I not because X, Y, Z? It's like certain deals I've turned down. I wouldn't say I have any regrets, but I would have been like, do you know what? If I if I went back in time, maybe I would have took that one, or maybe I wouldn't have done that one or whatever but it's like you win some you lose some you never know and something that might be good for you at the, at that time may not be good for you further down the line it might come back no, so but for right now then is your sort of stance on it that I want to own as much as I can yeah most definitely because I feel like if the independent route if you do it well and it works for you, then in the long run, it makes sense. But I feel like 
there's no point trying to force the independent route if it's not working. Do you know what I'm saying? Just to say, because what did I say? What did I say? Um, ten percent of something is better than hundred percent of nothing, innit? So you got you got to keep that in mind as well. Definitely, man. Well, well, on on that topic, like it was amazing to see that you put um the the the, the first single off your new tape, Moonwalk Slide, on your own channel. That was refreshing, man. Like now, the uh, first one, the first single was back to back. Sorry, back to back. So yeah, so back to back is on the tape, but the, the the most recent one, Moonwalk Slide. Um, yeah. it was great to see that it was on your own channel, man. Like that, that was a really refreshing thing. Is that something you're going to be doing going forwards? Yeah, 100%, because I wanted everything. When people want to look for me, whether they know who I am or they're new fans or old fans, I just want everything to be under the same roof. I don't want to drop one single on one platform and one single on mine and then right. it's everywhere. So when you go on my YouTube channel, everything is there. Plus, plus you'll be getting all that, all that revenue that they would have been getting otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's a little extra perk as well <laughs> for sure bro um you mentioned back to back there so obviously that's the first track off the new tape yeah. um heady um obviously your boy what's going on with like ofb and and abra and heady and yourself like it just feels like for some reason last year and this year is your time do you know what i mean like what, what why do you think that is um i feel like it's always been our time, but I just feel like um, everybody was just been working on their own thing and it just happens now that it's all coming up at the same time. Mm. Like for example, I've been working on my tape for a while. Abs was quiet for a while, he's back now. Desi just dropped his tape, Hedy just dropped his deluxe album. It just, everything's just happening now, Like, but we've been working. But I just, I don't know, just the way things turn out. What was the point where you thought you could actually take it to this level? Uh, what music? Mm. Um, for me, it was 2017, really. After like Drillers and Choppers won, it just started going crazy. Because like, initially when I came out of Joe the first time, I wasn't rapping, I wasn't on rapping. Like, I used to see people that knew who I was from, like, back in the days when I used to rap, like, 2010, 2011. They're like, oh, what? I used to listen to you back in the days. And then it's, like, people that I didn't know before because of the age thing, like, for example, like, Lowski and that. Mm. When I came out of Joe, like, 2016, I can't remember how old he was, but he would have been, like, a teenager or something. Mm. He used to be like, yo, I used to listen to your song back in the days. I'm like, raw, like, people actually used to take me in. So then I started like making music again, but I wasn't really releasing. And then I think Hedy was in jail and he said, yo, when I come out, I'm trying to do music. So like, just keep the buzz going, keep it alive. Mm. So then I started releasing. And then when he came out in 2017, we just started doing our thing. And then, yeah, it started taking off. Like we was getting little shows here and there. Like little like gifts from Adidas, like little free clothes and stuff. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. right, like this might be a thing. So then started taking it more seriously, and yeah, here we are. Oh man, um, did you did you ever did you ever fully like believe that you would get to this stage? Um, I 
and stuff like that. When people like they win or they get to the finals, oh, I never thought I could get here. Mm. I'm I'm thinking to myself, why the hell did you drain in the first place? Mm, mm, mm. I'm saying you've got to be in it to win it and you've got to believe in yourself and believe in your craft because if you don't if you don't feel like you can make it what are you what dream are you pursuing I'm saying so I feel like yeah and I still feel like I've got I'm not there yet I don't me I don't feel like I'm there yet this is the thing like you haven't even really done like a debut studio album in it like it's it's been tapes and projects and you know what I mean and you're you're, you're this I feel like Tape coming now is going to be, I would say this will be my first solo mixtape. For real? Proper mixtape. Do you, is that, is that because you, you're, you, you've just done bare features and like now? Like, like obviously Drillers and Trappers 1 and 2, that's, that's a joint collaboration project. Yeah. I got Savage EP, which was like an EP. That was a, that was a, that was a solo project. I, was a, like, I, I like that. Yeah, that was a good yeah. body of work. But um, official mixtape, I haven't. I don't feel like I've dropped one. No. When I when I when I was inside 2018, I had like loads of songs there that I'm working on or whatever, and I just put them out just to thing. But like this is my first official mixtape I've worked on from start to finish, and come to release. Like yo, this is my first mixtape. So I feel like from here, if we're we're starting, because I feel like a lot of people. I was doing a lot of. I didn't really get a chance to do my solo thing because 2017 was basically me and Hedy. Yeah. And then 2018, I went to Joe. 2019, I dropped Savage, but then I dropped Drillers and Choppers 2 as well. Mm. And then like 2020, I was just working on my tape. I was quiet. I wasn't really releasing. So I feel like now is the time that I'm going to start my solo career. And did, did you, so talking about the tape now, did you come into it with a concept in mind or was it just trying to get everything out? The concept behind the tape for me was, um, I wanted it to show my musical ability. Yeah. So there's different types of songs in there. Um, and I also wanted it to show different parts of my character because I feel like from the, the drill music and Savage EP and Drillers and Trappers, it's like people might feel like I'm just violent all the time and I hate life. <laughs> but I feel like I've got different, like there's different parts of my character and I've I've changed from who I was 2017. So like, I want to show my growth, both my personal growth and my music growth through and, this. And that's the thing, like when, when I listen to the tape, you're not, you're not rapping about the same old thing on every track. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, you're talking about, I'm guessing you're talking about what, what life is now for you, you know? Yeah, yeah new experiences and stuff. So. 100%. Um, so on the track, you know, uh, you've got some big big collabs as always. Uh, we've got yeah. Abra on there, Young Bane, Rams. Yeah. Uh, the Frosty track, I can't remember the name of it, apologies, but that that's my favourite track, man. Drip um, Sensei. Yeah, that's the one, yeah, Drip Sensei. Talk to me about that I track. like that. That was that was my favorite track at one point as well. I feel like what the fifteen tracks, and I would say at least ten of them have been my favorite track. Point. <laughs> so that's the thing that, that you not, can't think of. Favorite. I feel like that's a good sign. It, yeah, bro, it must be. But then, did you ever get to a point where you were like, um, oh, "I need to top it. I need to top it." Every time you made one. This is this is the reason why my tape is not out yet. 
because this tape was meant to be out months ago, months yeah. ago. Yeah, but yeah. then, like, I feel like I'll finish it, then I'll make a new song. I'll be like, wait, this song's better than that song. So then I'll change it. And then I'll just keep making new music. And then there's a point where my tape was finished, and then I said, all right, cool, tape's done. I started making an EP. Mm. But then the music I am making for the EP was just good, like, good. So then my manager was like, yo, you ain't dropped in a while. You need to come hard, like, the hardest music you got. What's the point of dropping this tape and then you're sitting on these new songs that were so hard? So then mm-hmm. I basically scrapped half the tape, put the tapes from the e- track from the EP onto the tape, and then now we are where we are. But it's it's, it's done. Uh, I've, I've drawn a line under it now. I was going to say, no you draw, you've drawn the line now. You can't yeah, keep yeah, doing it. No, no more changes. All right, say no, say no. Now we're looking forward to it, man. And obviously, you know, like I said, big collabs on there. Um, also, one, one thing I noticed when listening th- through it was the, the sort of vers- versatility of the, the beats as well. So I'm guessing yeah. you worked with a, a bunch of different producers on this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't really... Well, to be fair, I just feel like musically, I wanted to step out of my comfort zone. But it's also like... It's a test for myself and a test for my my fans as well to find out who's with me as a person or who's with like a perception of me mm. because I feel like a lot of people say oh you should have kept the belly on or like you was harder when you had the belly on but I'm like yo I never used to wear my belly in the studio mm. I never used to wear my belly when I was writing the music I only wore the belly in the video yeah yeah so like the other day, OFB dropped a song and I was wearing a belly in the video. Everyone was like, yo, RV belly's back. Like, belly RV's back. But I'm like, yo, this is this, this, like, it just must be nostalgia because I wasn't wearing the belly when I recorded it. I wasn't wearing the belly when I wrote it. I wrote it recently. So this is new RV. Mm, mm. But then I put the belly on in the video and somehow it's made a difference. <clears throat> so, like, when they hear certain beats or certain songs on my tape, they might be feel like, oh, this ain't belly RV. I feel like if you go into the tape expecting Bally RV, then you won't be able to take in the musical rest of it. Of the tape. Like, I just feel like this tape is just good music, whether it's drill or something else or whatever. Like, you could still, my my lyricism is still there, my savageness is still there. It's just not hardcore drill every single track. So that that I guess that leads into the discussion of like brand versus music, and if people are actually buying into you RV as the brand, yeah. versus I just like him spitting savagery. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. But now it's 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 a, it's a huge project. I can't wait for it to drop, man. Um, favorite moments making it? Like, did you have any sort of like amazing moments or, or great sessions in the studio with people? Um, I've had a few. I've had a few, like, this whole, for me, this whole tape has been a mad journey because what's what, 15 tracks? I probably recorded like 40 tracks for it. Wow. And it wasn't even for the tape. Like, there was a time where I booked an apartment for like a week and it was just me, my engineer and um, 
two producers and we were just smashing out tracks, smashing out tracks. And I feel like not even one of them tracks, this was in like November 2019. Okay. And not one of them tracks was on the tape. So it's like, yeah, I did like 2020, I did loads of sessions. Some of the tracks ain't even on the tape. So it's like, crazy, man. Yeah. It's been a mad thing. Everyone's like, yo, where's the tape? Why is it taking so long? I'm coming, saying it's coming, but it's like, yo, I feel like what I'm about to put out is much better than it would have been if I put it out when I said I was going to put it out the first time. Right, 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 right. So right. like, yeah. It's ready now, isn't it? It's ready. Sick, man, sick. Um, what, you know, the tape's going to come out and I'm sure it's going to do extremely well commercially, but culturally as well. What are your what are your goals, man, for the rest of the year, and then obviously for the rest of your your musical career, and then also just just in life, man. Um, well, in terms of music, I just wanna keep pushing and keep elevating, keep making more music, explore different sounds, and yeah, just just get to it, man. I don't wanna put myself in a box. I don't wanna just be doing one thing. I just wanna keep going have fun of it as well and you know hopefully with the hard work I'll get all the accolades and uh, the money that comes with it as well yeah. I'm saying like you said I'm a, I'm a family man I've got people that rely on me and stuff so I just want to keep going and the main thing for me yeah it's not even about all the like the, the jewelry and the clothes and everything is all nice and that but it's like I've just I'm grateful that from what I've come from and where I could have ended up that I'm in a position to like make money legally doing something that I enjoy doing and it's like I don't want that to end I need to make sure I don't end which is my main driving force you know what I'm saying so I just want to keep keep doing my thing 100% man that's that I mean that's, that's that was going to be my next question which is what what is your motivation but you know you, you sort of answered it with that man yeah never my main motivation is never getting back making my um my family happy proud and building a legacy for my son to to people and to fans and to listeners that are in the situations that you were once in um you know, I think your presence itself and where you've got to is already, you know, suffice inspiration. But what would you say? What would you say to people? I would say don't focus on the present. Focus on the future. Don't focus on where you're at. Focus on where you want to be and what you want to change and just direct all your energy towards that because it's easy to get caught up in a moment. I got caught up in a moment. That's why I ended up going back to Joe, even though I never said I was going to go back to Joe. I got caught up in a moment. But it's like, now, like my personal growth, all those things that I would have put my freedom and my, on the line for, I don't even care about anymore. Mm. So it's crazy. Like, I've got friends that are sitting in Joe and not coming out. I've got friends that are, like, dead. And it's like, it's not even, it's not worth it. And they just got caught up in a moment. You know what I'm saying? For like a, a bad year to ruin the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, before it's too late, just focus on something because 
I feel like a lot of people feel like they've got something to prove or you have to be a certain way. Mm. But I don't last forever. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't have to be that guy or try to be that guy. Just do you. That's that's the best thing I can say to people. Because I, I, me personally, I'll never tell people how to live their life, innit? Because I lived mine and... Yeah, I have, I've got my own journey in it, but I'll never tell people how to live their life. Just make sure you're doing what you want to do, whatever it is. But think about the future. Wonder man, wise words. Um, final two things before we go. I normally end on two questions. First one is, what was the first uh, album you remember getting hold of or purchasing or listening to? The first. Um, the first CD I ever bought, physical CD I ever bought was um, Gigs Walk in the Park. Classic. Gigs Walk in the Park. That was a very hard CD. That's the first CD I ever bought. So even the artwork on that was, was just classic. Yeah, that that was crazy. When was that? That was like two thousand and seven or something. Like mm-hmm. That was something crazy. You still got it? I don't. You know. I don't. The only physical CD I have now is my Savage EP. Plug. And and <laughs> and Edna as well. And Edna, bro. Cla- yeah. Bro, honestly, man, I don't know, but Eddie's Eddie's special, bro. I don't know what's going on, but that that album was was incredible, you know. Yeah, that album was crazy. The the, the deluxe is crazy as well. Yeah. And then uh, second, so obviously second question. Um, not as relevant right now, but you've had some amazing experiences on stage. So do you prefer the stage or studio? Um, the stage. The stage is crazy because it's like, cool, you put your song out, you get your streams, you get your views or whatever, but you don't really know how people are reacting to your music. Mm. But when you come out on stage and you see the crowd going crazy and that, like, it's a mad, it's a mad feeling. I'm mad feeling. At certain times when I'm on stage, I don't even have to do nothing. God's <laughs> doing it for me. That's when it's crazy. Nah, yeah, I, I miss the shows and I miss interacting with my fans as well. For real. Well, I mean, I'm, I hope, I, I'm hoping you're going to announce a tour soon as well after the tape drops. Well, I plan to do one. It all depends on Boris and COVID. Yeah, for sure. For so, sure. But yeah, 100%. Other than that, there'll be a tour. It'll be, it'll be criminal to drop this product and not have a tour. No doubt, bro. Well, we can't wait for it, man. We look slide alone. Mm-hmm. We look slide alone. Bro, you, you, you can, can you just show. play that 10 times in a row and it'd be 10, 10 pound, 15 pound, 20 pound tickets, bro. Sorted. <laughs> All right, man. Well, now I appreciate your time, man. Um, yeah, it was good to chat to you, man. And then obviously, congrats on the tape. and. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully you smash all the records, smash everything, bro. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, no, thank you, man. All right, love, bro. Thank you, bro. Love.